the Trackhouse official podcast. Oh, I'm on your podcast right now? I don't know. Who oh, knows? Fuck. Who knows where this is going to end up? This might end up on three different podcasts. Yo, honestly, we would just record everything. We barely edit anything. And we just post I'm and keep down. it moving. Actually, I think most podcasts I've heard of that actually are huge now started as nothing. Like, didn't even have names or anything. Like, there was right. just it was just people, like, either, like, under the influence of something or, like, up super late. And they were just like, fuck it. And they went on live or something. Like, I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan and Joe, and Joe Budden uh, both started that way. And they're, like, literally two of the top podcasts. You're right. You're right. They did start as something, like, super small and just whatever. Because Joe Rogan is, like, they have no, um, like, no topics even. Right. I'll start the episode halfway in a conversation. Yeah. Like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joe Budden was just, like, being super, like, manic or something one day. And he just, like, remember when he was, like, doing the original, like, going on live and just, like, yep. um, just, like, doing rants and, like, doing all this crazy stuff on live. Like, he was, like, yep. the original, like, IG live person, like, yep. way back in the day. And then it just, like, turned into a podcast. Because his podcast was even <laughs> called I'll Name This Pod Later or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yo, that's interesting because that could have like hurt his career. Yeah. If you didn't flip it on everybody, he just. Yeah. He just ate mild that shit. Fuck. Because I, I I was personally getting sick and tired of Joe Button crying. You know. Like he almost made like um, the transition of like when people. Well, it's back now, but like when people went from like hating Justin Bieber. To liking him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now it's back to like I feel like people don't fuck with him again. But like, uh, fucks with him. Joe Budden was like he was teetering for a second, and then he somehow like pivoted it, and now people love him. Like people even like love that they just like understand why he's a hater. But I think he was like yes. seriously on drugs when he was um, having a lot of those rants, though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. For well, sure. he talks about it on his like on his stuff. He's always been dealing with that kind of shit, mental health and all that, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what are we gonna do for this podcast, bro? I'm gonna rebrand the podcast, and then. So, are we actually gonna talk about the podcast? I don't know. And are we just gonna have? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what to do now. Now I feel I feel slightly nervous because we're now using microphones. No, yo, this happens to everybody in the booth. This is literally my first time ever talking into a microphone, my first time ever being in a studio. It's the best way to get started. And I just smoked a joint recently. Ah, nice. I'm not going to lie. You sound really good. (laughs) You have a good voice. Okay, this is good. I bet this is going to be sick when we listen back to it. So just keep doing your thing. But, yo, take this in, bro. Like, when, when I record the podcast, I don't really have, like, a topic or anything i'm actually manifesting things on the podcast take that in i'm uh. putting shit out into the universe it's documented i'm being held accountable by not only you as co-host myself but the listeners they're oh, gonna be sh- like dude two weeks ago you said you were gonna do this shit it's been two weeks now like what's good you know take that in i'm Need to be careful what I say now. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you careful what you were tweeting five years ago? No. Because the shit might come back to haunt you, like it has for many people. <laughs> Real shit. No, but we have to be mindful about that as well, bro. Like, what we're doing now, if it ends up on the internet, you might as well consider it 
there forever, even if you take it down. It does stress me out, but then I also think, no matter what, I'm still the same person. So, like, even if I did do put some stuff on social media that I shouldn't have, it's never going to be that bad, or it's not going to be as bad as everybody else. I think I'm good. Yeah, and I think the way that I would have never done anything that stupid. I don't think it's different when you're under a microscope. Your life right now, as much as the average Joe Schmo knows you, like. Your problems could be the same as a celebrity's, but just because you're a celebrity, it just seems way worse, you know? You know what would, like, the things I stress about would be, like, did I ever tweet something like, that's gay or something? <laughs> I thought like, about I that thought shit. about that because I'm, like, I'm everyone that knows me knows I'm, like, the least, I would never say a homophobic comment. Like, I'm that's not me. Right. I grew up in the 90s, and we said that's gay for, like, that's stupid or, like, that sucks. Like, which is, like homophobic but i didn't really know that and like now i look back and i'm like fuck those are some things where i'd just be like or we would make jokes be like oh like a, like and yeah we were talking about some <laughs> rap songs and some things like that came up yeah like that we used songs that we were on well because people used to say no homo oh yeah of course but like i literally never even was imagining a gay like i was never referencing a gay like it was just like a phrase and now I'm like, that, if it was under the microscope on Twitter, I'd be like, e. Yeah, 100%. But it was a time. Times have changed, right? Even if you listen, if you watch, like, episodes with, like, friends and stuff or, like, whatever, they yep. say, like, they'll say it and then you're like, oh, I can't say that anymore. That's it's weird. awkward now, eh? Yeah. You feel different hearing it, too. Yeah. But it's, I think it's for the better, you know? But I was never negative on Twitter. Like, some people have stuff that comes up where they were just, like, bashing people or, like, ripping on people. Like, I don't think I have any of that. Right, right, right. Maybe just some, like, way too many photos of food. Oh, yeah? It was like that, eh? Didn't you used to do the, like, post pictures of your... Um, I do to this dinner, day. Dinner plate all the time? All the time. <laughs> all the time. But I never... I don't think it ended up on Twitter that much. I used to do the, like, Twitter straight to Instagram, like, the Instagram to mm. Twitter, vice versa thing. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I don't even have Twitter right now. No? Yo, I've been going in. I've been going all the way in on Twitter lately. I tweeted at least twice today. Don't you find it kind of negative? Twitter? Yeah. No, I find it's a good outlet for me. Like, what kind of stuff do you post on it? I, I'm always, like, pretty... I try and go deep, but not too deep. I'm never, like, whining too heavy. I'll speak my mind a little bit. Surface level... But usually, if a lot of times, if I'm if I'm going to say something negative, I'll even write it out, but I won't actually send it. It'll I'll delete it right after, and that'll be enough. Do you mostly? But like, do you mostly follow like um, like local people or like people that you know, or do you I mostly follow, follow people like famous people, for example, or like a people you look up to? A mixture, I would say. On my feed, what I see the most are probably a few people here locally, DJs, artists, and things like that. And then it's like a couple of producers, artists in the States that are pretty well known. And like, is everybody pretty heavy on it still? Like, do they all, like, do they post like frequently? My favorite people who I've been following since 2009, I literally had my 10 year anniversary in December for Twitter. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'll, I'll even say the people that I follow the most and like 
they're, they're always ending up on my feed and they've always been consistent ever since I started. Cardo Got Wings. Okay. Produced uh, God's Plan. He produced Seen It All for Jeezy and Jay-Z. He produced Hella Wiz Khalifa bangers. Yo, this is a ADD topic switch. Who just produced that new um, Drake and Future? Oh, I didn't even check. I never even heard. Have you heard it? I haven't heard the whole thing. It has a beat switch. Oh, my favorite. It's like uh, Life is Good. It's like, yeah. a, but I think it doesn't say it's off like, because you know how they have the split? Yeah. One coming, and then Drake has one coming, and then Future has one coming. Oh, no way. That's what I heard. And oh. I, I think this one just says Future featuring Drake. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe that's one off his album. Interesting. I guess only time will tell. It's fire. It's fire. Yeah, Drake. He, he gave Drake the whole like he did the what do you call it the um. He he signed up for like the Drake stimulus package, the like he he gave Drake the whole first like minute of the song. Yeah. To make sure it's just a banger. Yeah. And then when, then he does a beat switch and then Future just comes in and smokes it. It's like a sicko mode. But he made sure like this is gonna be a number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna check it for sure. Like. Yeah, I'm pretty the, sure it's gonna be everywhere before we know it, so I won't get be too early, or else I get sick of it. Super fire. No, that's dope. But I forget who this producer is. I swear he produced something like uh, I thought it was maybe that guy. But yeah, who else is uh, hot on Twitter? So I follow him. I follow this guy Hovane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was follow I follow Chase and Cash. Okay. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. So the major key is artist, comedy. They have to be funny. And he's like, he's boys with Hovane. So I see them go back and forth and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I follow Johnny Shipes. Okay. Cinematic. Um, I follow Dizza, Smoke Dizza. Okay. Um, and like a couple of other producers. So I guess it's just how but, you approach it. Because like everyone I kind of hear talk about Twitter, they're like, oh. Because you know how like. And this guy, Money Meech, I forget, this guy's fucking hilarious. But I go for gems. Wait, is he go, a pro- like, are those, most of those are producers, right? Producers and rappers, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then I follow, like, yourself. I see you on Twitter. Okay. I see, you're not on there very often, though. No. I see Adrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, does He's Flash on post there. on Twitter now? I don't see him very often, but if I tweet something, he might, like, reply to it or something. Yo, should we just do a whole five-minute thing right now talking about how we should get flash to come on the podcast and then so we can like post this clip and then yes. get everyone to share it a lot and then bought and then they'll keep messaging him and commenting on his stuff until yes because he doesn't come outside yes get him out here dj flash get him out here i think that would be that would be a real serious episode i would have to come prepared with like questions i don't know if he would like you'd have to like um, I don't know. You have to like trick him into like answering questions, or like you'd have to like speak more, and then he'd give you like lots of like yes and no. Have you talked to him about the podcast idea? Yeah. What's what are his thoughts? Uh, he thinks it's sick, and he want oh like we were talking about before. Right. We can get back into what we were talking about before. Is he says? Can we swear on this? Say whatever. The Extra fuck you right. Want. More swearing the better. Yeah. Uh. He's like, shut the fuck up and go do it. Because okay. like I talk way too much about things that I want to do and that I never do them. So I've been talking about a podcast for probably like two years now. Mm-hmm. And I've probably been talking to you about it for like 
at least a year, year. <laughs> at least a year, like every week for a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, I'm going to come see you next week. Yeah. And then I didn't. So now I'm here right now. And you literally pulled out microphones and made me start talking on one to trick me into starting a podcast. So be real. If I didn't hit you up today, <laughs> would you have not shown? Would have it increased the possibility um, of you not showing had I not? But it would inc- it would have increased the chances, but I would say a year ago, chances or like six months ago, I probably would have like yeah made an excuse or something. or something not to show up today. Yeah, but not real. even to like disrespect you or to no, like because that might feel like you're not yeah. ready or just not in the mood. No, yeah, I would have asked just because like bro, I, I I've been going like I have my ups and downs, you know. Yeah, I had this meeting to do a podcast with my girl Sonia from Welcome to the K. Oh okay okay and. I think I, I saw a bit of that, yeah. actually. Yeah, so I had all this shit to do, but I was like, yo, I got to do this podcast. I was not feeling up to it. Mm-hmm. And I just said, fuck it. And I just did it because, to me, I was like, I didn't even want to reschedule because I I, I want to be like, I want to have these things now behind me. Yeah, you know? yeah, This yeah. is now going to be behind us so we can move forward because we have too many ideas to be you know, moving stagnant. Yeah. So I'm really like, I'm really big on speed now. Like, and if I'm not feeling it, I want that to be shown as much as, you know, the victories, you know? Yeah. I just like the thing I start to do is, um, I'm sure there's like a therapy word for it, but I start to just like, uh, I, I go, I plan way too far ahead in the idea. Yes. And I get way too excited about it. But then with that also comes like, I plan out all the like pitfalls and like all the reasons I can't do it. Yep. Like, and then they all have, I'm like, okay. And I do the whole balance and I like, and I'm like, all right, well did that, but I didn't actually do anything. Yes. Yes. So like, for example, this podcast, I run through, okay. How am I going to fund something like this? How am I going to find a studio to do it at? How right. am I going to record? Like, I don't know. I'm not an engineer. I don't know. I'm not really into, like, audio and, like, editing. And, like, that's not really my thing. I just kind of want to, like, get my ideas off. And I'm like, who am I going to work with on it? Then I got to pick who's going to be on the podcast. Yes. And I'm like, fuck, I have so many friends and people that would be perfect. And it's like, okay, how do I whittle them down? Like, who's the right one? And then I'm like, uh is it ever going to make money or is that, should I even worry about that? Or, and then, yep. and then literally like a year goes by yep. and you're like, Oh, in and your I'm, mind, you basically yeah. tried and failed in your head. Yeah. And you, in reality, you haven't even taken the first step. Yeah. Cause like I could be horrible at podcasts and that's the worst part about it is like, we could do this right now. We could cut this after and realize like, I don't even like, that's not even fun. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. even like that. Like, I, I didn't really like being in the studio. Like, it was kind of weird. And then I could, but like, I could have figured that out a year ago. Yes. Or I could be like, or within five minutes of me coming in here, we just did our first um, episode and I was like, fuck, I could have done that a year ago. Yep. Real <laughs> shit. Either way, it's better to like, yeah, like somebody t- uh, told me a good quote uh, lately. It was like, you're basically better off to just make live your life making extremely bold choices in pretty much everything because although like big and small yep because even if you make some huge choice to like take a leap and you fail miserably like that's still better cuz you learn quicker 
It's now like you know. Yeah, it's like touching the stove when it's hot. Yep. Now you know it's hot. Like that's better. You will literally never do that again in your life. And if you do, it'll be an accident. You'll try to dodge it. Like you know what I mean? Like you'll never try to do that. Right. But if you waited your whole life and just never even went in the kitchen because you were like something might happen. You know what I mean? Yep. You're better to just like or you could just make a bold decision and be one of those people that you're like, fuck, I wish I tried. You know what I mean? You know the people that always have those like they make that quick decision and they fucking blow up and make so much money or whatever. You're like, yeah. oh, I wish I would have had the balls to just. But if you make every decision big, it's like uh, the same thing with the casino. Like my aunt, I go with the, to the casino with my family and my yeah, aunt, yeah. she just always hits max bet yeah. and pulls. Like she'll just throw a $50 bill in. Like me already, that gives me like anxiety. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even trying to spend 50. Like I'm really trying to have fun with 20 bucks here. Like <laughs> I don't like gambling. And she'll pull it. And she might like lose the first one even. And she'll be yeah. like, damn it. She throws another 50 and I'm like, oh. And, and then she hits max bet again and then she wins like $300. Yeah. But I'm playing with my 20, always hitting like the one or two lines. You're and then I'll losing. hit like a jackpot or something or I'll hit like whatever. And then my win is like $2 or like $5 because I'm not betting high enough. Right. Yep. That's like basically like my entire life. <laughs> it's like, but that's why I'm doing this now. That's why I'm like here now. I'm like, fuck it. We're going to record something. Either we decide to keep doing it and it works out great. Or I'm like, well. A hundred percent. now? Because I do know I want to do something in music. Like I've set my goals now more like um, less specific and more like broad. Until you find out. Yeah. Right. Try things. Because before know? you fuck yourself up by making your goals too specific. How do you I know think. what your favorite food is if you've only had pizza, chicken and hot dogs? Yeah. Yo, I just had a fucked up memory. What's that? Me and you, when we were like, like probably like almost 10 years ago, there's a perfect example of this because we were um, both promoting. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> First of all, food bar is like, that's the craziest name for a bar. Yep. But also a very accurate like description of what that kind of bar was. <laughs> <laughs> um Shout out to what's the guy's name on that bar? He owned Mel's Diner too. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember. Mel's Diner was the shit, by the way. Yep. Every when the remember when University Plaza was popping? Yep. And you just like went to the plaza. Either you went to like Foo Bar or Caesars or whatever, and then everyone just went to Mel's after. Yep. Um, I remember Campus Pizza. That was my thing. Yo. I thought about it last night. Campus. Now that I live downtown, though. I'm back to like my roots here. I'm I'm uh, Peppy's. I go late night Peppy's. Oh, you're, yeah. what time? They're only open till two. Yo, shout out to Peppy's by the way. If Peppy's ever hears this somehow, <laughs> Peppy's just followed me on Instagram, Ooh. and I'm super hyped about that. They only follow 19 or 20 people or something, and I don't know. That's sick. That's sick. I feel like I'm like part of a special <laughs> club because <laughs> I shouted them out one night. I was like, after the bar, I got a munchie sub, and nice. I just like found them on Instagram and like tagged them, and then. But they followed me like days later. Like I feel like I don't know. You want maybe a sponsorship? Uh, yeah, I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. Was it like was it like at Peppy's Kitchener Duke Street? No, it's just like it's like the main Peppy's. The yeah, it's whole just, it's shebang. Just, I think it's just at Peppy's Pizza or Ooh. at. But I looked and like the photos are of like the Water Street, like the one right by my crib. So fascinating. Maybe there's just somebody. Uh, you know what it is sometimes though. It's like sometimes like a company will follow you and then you realize like 
a friend of yours does the social media for it or something or like someone you That's know true. and then they just you're like why is this thing and you're like oh uh, I never thought about that too yeah. hard but yeah you might be right so then they go and follow some of their friends and stuff or people they know shit because I used to feel nice sometimes I'm like oh these people are following me and I'm like wait <laughs> I know the bartender there yeah <laughs> <laughs> um wait I just got super off topic though what was no, I it's about? all good um, I was talking about something. Oh, FUBAR. Because we met and we were like about not setting too specific of goals. Yes. Because um, we were both trying to be promoters. Yeah. <laughs> like we're like, and that's like a natural kind of progression in this like industry, I feel like. At some it's point it's like, yeah, you at some point, even if you want to be a rapper, DJ, producer, whatever, you're going to try to throw an event. Yep. And you're going to try to get people out and that's promotion. Like you have to either hire a team or figured out yours and like obviously we had to do it ourselves. Yep. So we were trying to be promoters at Fubar and like and then I remember setting my goal at that. I'm like, that's oh, this is sick. This is what I want to do. And then less than a year later, I can't even remember what you did right after, but you went off and you were like, nah. I think I went like to we did school, it for a bit. Bro. Yeah. We I did went it to school like shortly after. And then yeah, it wasn't long for me. And then I just kept like watching Flash you in the DJ booth. And I was into like, the DJ thing perfectly. Yeah. And then I was like, I like this way more. So then I literally started, I was like, I want to DJ. And then he was like, okay, well, I need help promoting these parties. So I was like, basically, like, we'll promote for DJ equipment. So Trade like, he services. was just, he would just give me like, he'd be like, okay, promote. I have a throw. Remember throwback? I love throwback. So he'd be like, all right, throwback is coming. I need you to help me with this, this, and this. Yeah. I'll give you a pair of needles. I'm like, done. Nice. Or like, I'll, or then the next event, I got a mixer. Yeah. And then the next event. And then eventually I had enough cash from, from promoting that I bought two, like, oh, one of those, like two of those Newmark, like yeah, that Newmark yeah, yeah. turntable you have right there. Yeah. I got two of those, but they were like shittier ones. Sorry, sorry no, Penny. That but you, Penny knew because he, he got way better ones and he sold me his that like shitty ones. a light USB one. You can lift that up with your that's a brain <laughs> um but it was like that the, like that shape and style of like newmark turntable yeah. but and then i got i got bought those off penny for 250 nice. for the pair so he hooked me up nice and like basically nice enabled me to he could have sold them for more yep and then flash didn't have to do that but if i would have just said you know what i mean like if i would have stayed specifically on that goal like because I, I started making money like i could have just been like cool this is a money path i could have just gone with it right but like or I could have even just set my goal as like looking at the nightclub scene and be like, I want to do that. But literally within months of me being there, I completely changed paths and now stay at like to a path that I actually stayed on for like 10 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it was something just as small as saying like, I'm just going to promote for this club. Yeah. And I didn't even sign up for it. I was standing outside Mel's one night and then Penny was like, yo. <laughs> hey, come over here. And they were like standing outside smoking and they're like, yo, you always like, they're like, you always, um, we see you at like Phil's and all these places. And like, every time you come out, you have like more people with you. Like, yeah. Cause it, and you were part of that group even just like all these, all of us that kind of knew each other from high school times or yeah. mixed with like knowing each other from sports and music and different stuff. And like, but all kind of the same age group. Yeah. And we all started having this bigger and bigger mob come out on like Wednesdays to fills. And like, as soon as we were all able to go to the clubs, yeah. Because you know, we all, all went to different high schools. So from, yeah, once it just kind of like 19. Yeah. It was like, oh, you know this person, everybody that I know. Oh, yeah. word. We were, that was even in the time still of like, I would put my, 
like it was just at the end of like MSN. Holy shit. Because I would put my MSN status Phil's tonight. Yo, I'm not kidding. No MSN way. status would be Phil's Holy. tonight when I was 19. Wow. And then people would just pull up. Or like Rev tonight yeah. on Fridays. Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> um, So then they were just like, yo, you want to make some money? <laughs> I was like, okay. Because I had just started like uh, at Conestoga. Okay. And like I hate school. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I want to do something that yeah. I care about. Cool. What? And then they're like... And I like older, like, I always, like, get along with older people better. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, 10 years older than me. Right. Or, uh, wait, how old are you? I'm 30. Yeah, so we're the same age. Are you yep. 89? Yep. Yeah, yeah, so we're the exact same age. Um, oh, yeah, your bro's younger than you, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so they were literally, like, you want to make some money? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, all right, well. Or like, you know how they hit you with the like, you want to get paid to party? Yeah. <laughs> like originally, you want to drink for free? When you're originally going to be a promoter? Yeah. You want to bypass? You want to look cool in front of all your friends? Like, yeah, shout out to Flash and them for hustling me at the start. <laughs> um, and then. The gateway drug. Yeah. So I didn't even, like, that's the crazy part about it is I didn't even choose it. Like, it literally just kind of happened. Like, I chose to do it, but like, it just kind of popped up. Like, I never, I'm like a loner, nerd like not a cool kid in high school, didn't have a big group, like tried to latch on to like different little friend groups, never really had, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm not a promoter. Like I'm not like a, I don't even like, po- like it took me a long time to even like take a selfie and like post it. Like I'm not I don't even like posting like photos of myself because you know, like most promoters are very like outgoing outspoken and, and outgoing and like, yeah, sure. like social butterflies. Yeah. Like, I don't even like drinking really. Like, <laughs> It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. the whole point is like maybe I wasn't, you know, I was just meant to kind of find DJ, get in there and then start because, yeah. Yo. Know, weird. And that just goes to show like you can't just keep your head down and be oblivious to other things. Yeah. Especially if you're not 100% satisfied on what you're kind of currently doing. You know, if you're getting kind of sick of pizza, you know, Go see what's going on. Try some sushi, you know? Like, yeah, let's go with shawarma. What's going on with shawarma, <laughs> you know? Uh, I eat way too much shawarma. Do you? Where, where's your favorite spot? Do you go to Ace? I do go to Ace. Do you like it? Yeah, because it's like good, bad shawarma. Good, bad shawarma? Because it's like not, it's not like a proper, like, authentic, like, Middle Eastern right. place. Like, they have burgers and stuff. Yeah. So it's like fake, good, re- like, you know how, like, eating... Uh, grilled cheese sandwiches with processed cheese is good. Yeah. It's like that. Bro, I get these vegan uh, <laughs> fish pieces, and I put, I, yo, I put, I, I make those, I put them on white buns, and put processed cheese on that shit, and make a filet fish I put tartar sauce on that bitch. That's fire. I think processed cheese slices are only 30% real cheese, too. I'm not surprised. That's why I like it so much, it's, I think. Why is it so shiny? It is. Waxy as fuck. That's also like my dog's favorite thing. <laughs> if I ever have to give her like a, a like any kind of medication or something, and just like wrap it in that like a like a slice of cheese, like, like processed cheese. Yeah. <laughs> She'll just eat it. Um what were we just talking about? Oh shit. It was something good. Nah, but it's just like trying different things, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah like even um and then we were talking about shawarma ace. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. ace. Because um, if, like, even even with, like, studio stuff with music, 
I was like so sure a little while ago that like I wanted to make beats. I remember you saying. And then, cause I'm so sure, like something about me just tells me like, I know I'm gonna work with music. Yeah. I just don't like, maybe this is it. Maybe it's like podcasting and like interviewing artists or like, I just, I know, but like now even I'm thinking like, now that I'm even in the studio, I'm like, man, there's so many other things you can do in the studio. Like, you know, there's engineer, there's, but there's also just like, like now I'm one, like there's also just like being like a producer and just like, or like an, uh, uh, what do you call it? If you're like, what do you call the guy that just kind of like finds artists and like brings people together and like like helps you pick artists for your for your records and like you could be you could be is that like producer a, but also A&R like kinda? be like executive producer more so producer a and r yeah like all that stuff's interesting but like none like but even like to me i was like fuck the only way to for me to make it the only natural progression from dj is like make beats yeah but maybe i can take that knowledge and everything else and put it into something else like anything, because it all relates to music. Like who, if you were to, if you were to model your path after somebody, who would it be? Oh, like if I could choose? Yeah. Mm. Especially with what you just said, making the move from DJing to something else, because there's so many famous DJs that do other things, yeah. especially produce. But they're not always producing records for like a lot of artists. Maybe they're yeah. just doing like hella remixes or, and then even like, I like a few different people for different things. So like somebody bigger would be like uh, Khaled. Yeah. Right. Because he took his DJing and his knowledge of music and what bangers are and what you know what I mean, and then works with like various different. Um, beat makers and singers and rappers and whatever and he puts together these like crazy hit cds and like yeah you know what i mean so i like that like that's a really cool path yep um but i also like like people like um scratch bastard right i'm um, from toronto yeah shout out to scratch bastard yeah smoking it always yeah um he because he does like he literally just lives his like his hobbies almost yeah like he's like okay i love vinyl i love scratching I love um, throwing events, like outdoor events. Like he does his he like bassist barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. And then like he just literally made each of those things into like a brand and like a business. And like yep. he can just live. Like I'm not saying he's just living nice, uh, whatever. Like he's clearly like grinding really hard. But like, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of he's, a dope he's path. He built himself an empire where it's like he's self-sufficient in doing what he loves. And yeah. And thing is profitable. Yeah, so, like, that's maybe kind of what I'm trying to do now, or, like, even, like, Four Corners, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, he DJs for the Raptors, mm-hmm. but he's also now kind of, like, A&Ring and, like, producing tracks, and, like, yep. um, he has his own remixes out, but, like, right. also, I think he's starting a podcast, or started one already, I think I read about. Um, I think automatically, yeah. just as a DJ... I would say start a podcast 100%. Uh, yeah. Like, I think it's so easy, bro. Just the way that I look at it is always if I'm going to have a conversation with somebody for a half an hour or an hour, I'm going to just record it. Yeah. I'm going to have the conversation anyway. Well, and every DJ, I feel like your dream was like to have a radio show. And now you can just like make your own and put it up and Before talk about I whatever you want. Producing and engineering was like a real job. 
I wanted to just go to broadcasting because I'm like, that's the only way I'm going to get my ass in a studio. Yeah. So I went, I was like, yeah, I should go for this. But then my English had to be good. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. And then I just never applied for broadcasting. But then, you know, fast forward 15 years, you just make your own radio station. Like, bitch, I am Howard Stern. What the fuck? Well, yeah, now you can, like, but don't you find the, like, the radio shows we always loved and stuff, like, the shows we always loved were, like, the ones that just seemed like friends hanging out and stuff. Yeah. And, like, just real conversations. Because, like, it's not as entertaining to listen to the, like, welcome to, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's just, like, a, like, a spiel that they have or whatever, like, telling you the traffic or, like, we like the ones where they had little ongoing stories or, like, things you could follow with and like want to tune in every week and hear like if you take the conversation on a left turn and go rant for 15 minutes like i ain't mad at you <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna be like well we got a script here if anyone ever actually listens to this conversation i hope they smoke weed before they do because <laughs> we like took like six lefts like no already. it's all good yo have you heard the other podcast that we've done uh yeah yeah, yeah. briefly i listened to um, one you did with a guy, I think he was a rapper. Century? I th- yeah, I think, yeah, you saw I think that, one? that might have been like the first one. It was a third one, but the third one? that one got quite a bit of promo. What was the very first? Because I, I remember I definitely watched the very first. And I say like watch because I like to there. watch. Uh, I like to, that's, a, that's, so that's one of the things that I stress myself out about is like, if we're going to do the podcast, like I got to get someone to record it or like I got to get a camera. Yo, that was my bad. I should have had my phone set up on the tripod because it should uh, be on youtube it should be on youtube yeah no but yeah um uh yeah i like to that's because like people always say what do you mean you watch podcasts i'm like oh like most of the podcasts that are my favorite do like an hd video on youtube so right. i literally pull it up on my tv when i'm doing shit in my house yep and like walk because i like to see like their mannerisms and shit and like for sure i like the podcast where people aren't always that good at doing podcasts yeah so sometimes they don't know to like describe things on the mic or you know they might just like not be as good at radio so you need to see them a bit like because they'll be like pointing at shit in the room like i'm doing right now and then you can't (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i think because i remember so who was on your first one or was it just you by yourself the first few episodes were me and my boy alex shoots he's a videographer out here yes okay yeah so white guy right yeah yeah yeah, that's what i do the podcast for Probably about a year at least, you know. We talked about it all the time. He's actually got his own podcast now. And like Shoot's official podcast he's got going on. And he's just sitting down with... Sick. What does he do on that? He talks about a little bit of everything. He kind of has the same approach to it as I, where it's like we're just having open conversations, real conversations, talking about whatever you're interested in talking about. So, like, I'm actually... gonna rebrand my personal podcast okay and it's not gonna be the track house official podcast but it'll be an extension of the track house an extension of my personal brand okay and i'm throwing this out there for the first time it's gonna be called be my fucking guest oh with the real life f word in there yeah that's lit yeah Cause it like yeah I like that. they're like yo can I smoke on this podcast be my, be my fucking guest oh shit take that in gold can I have all can I bring my whole family to the podcast be my fucking guest Lit. <laughs> that's amazing people are gonna people people are gonna mess with they're gonna push that see how far can I 
what can I ask him is acceptable. But it's more so like <laughs> it's it's also a play on like I know so many talented young hustlers, creative entrepreneurs, yeah. visionaries that if I see them and I ha I talk to them or even if they comment on my story or my post or whatever, I'm like, yo, you want to be on my podcast? You know, you want to be a guest on my podcast? Yeah. So I'm, it's almost like, yo, I'm like, be my guest. Yo, you know? speaking of which. Be my guest on uh, my podcast. Clue, you should be. Fucking uh, right, I'm going to interview Clue. Tate's fucking guest. You should be his fucking guest. He knows. Yeah. He knows what's up. He's like, because there's a couple people like that, you know, when you like see them around the city, you just always try to hype them up. You're like, you need to like share your shit with people. Like you need to like. A hundred percent. He's, one, yeah. of the, he's so, one of the people. Because my big thing was like, I know Alex can't be on the podcast all the time. He's busy. He's in school. He's got his own podcast. He's got uh, three jobs, you know? So, so you're just going to go like have a I guest every guests. single time? I need guests. No, actually, because sometimes it's going to be like personal blog. True. Where I'm just going to rant if I'm like really feeling something in the heat of the moment. Or like update people on like who you're like, if, if you're allowed to reveal, you know, who you're working with and stuff. And like. Yeah, I can. Kind of. Or not even that, or just like progress on your, just like progress on your journey. For I don't know, that's sure. stuff I would want to hear. Personally. For sure. Because I see Gary Vee do a lot of that shit too. Yeah. Because it sounds whack to like talk about yourself like that, but people like me want to like hear it. Well, that's another thing, especially with like stories and shit. You know, if I'm talking and I'm being like, you, you do this, it's more for myself. Yeah, I'm talking to the camera. Oh, you like you said because like, you wake the fuck up. And it's like accountability too, because you have to like, like you said, you're like, once you say it and put it out there, it's now, a thing. Now it's, a th it's real life now. It's a thing, right? Be it's my a, fucking guest. It's outside of your head. So, be my fucking guest is going to be the name of the podcast. Sick. I can already picture like some good artwork for that. You know. <laughs> Or just like it'd be funny if like every time you just had like whoever your guest is, like a photo of you and them or something, mm -hmm. right? Like maybe you take a photo every time mm -hmm. and then just like in big letters over top of it, just like be my fucking guest or something. You're like I, I don't like know. that. Yeah, I like, like that. Yeah, and then you or like a watermark or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, it just goes over the top of the whole thing like a filter. Yeah, I like Ooh. that. Who else you got in mind? I'm going to go and get my boy Senga Genesis on the podcast. Oh, shit. You know him? Yep. He was supposed to be here last week, but oh, I know really? he's busy. He's busy. So whenever he's in town, Senga, I know you're going to hear this eventually. Don't be a Not stranger, the video baby. game system, the DJ. Mm-hmm. Senga. Yep. He's way cooler than the video games. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm excited to have him on the podcast because I haven't seen him. He's a in... sick person because he literally has like 38 hustles. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, yeah. I but he pretty much always brain. has. I want to pick his brain on some shit, bro. Yeah. Because I know he's he's a heavy hitter. You so know that's... who else you should have? Yasser. Like, remember, like, Yasser? Like, do I remember yeah, Yasser? Of course you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be bro. a good. And he's always down because I actually will. Okay, actually, how are we doing this? So, like, yeah, this so is your podcast. Games, bro. Don't be playing games. Yeah, triple B. <laughs> so, uh, are we, so this is your podcast, but are we still doing our podcast? Like, Hell like, yeah. That's what we got to figure out. Yeah, let's do it. Because, like, I know I want, I already talked to him. He's already said he's going to come on our podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, the more, like, DJ Let's do it. This episode related. can end up on our podcast, too. I Oh, like, when, when artists do a track and then it goes on both albums? Yeah, I don't care. No, nah, this is your podcast. 
I'm sending you the footage. If you want it, you can use it, you know? It, it's like that. I'll put it on Instagram to get extra likes. Of course. I'm trying to build up. Uh, I got a new account, and I, I haven't even reached 1,000 followers yet. Ah, I got to build it up. Yeah. Unfortunately, people, like, if if you have followers in the hundreds, you're, like, not taken seriously as a DJ. So, like, although I've been DJing for 10 years and just deleted my old account mm-hmm. and started fresh because mm-hmm. uh, I just took some time off, mm-hmm. I literally appear as though I've never DJed anywhere. It is. It's super weird. It's a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, it's super weird. I also, have, probably just shouldn't have deleted that. Probably should have just, po- like, can't you, like, mute it and then just bring it back? Probably I think so. I think should. I should have did that with my YouTube many yeah. months ago. Yeah. Oh, you had so much shit back in the day. I had day. a lot of shit, bro. Yeah. I had a lot. But you still have the footage somewhere, right? And all that? Like, or all somewhere. the music and the stuff? Somewhere. It's not as accessible as it used to be, though. Which True. is unfortunate. That's why I wish I would have kept everything. But, you know, today's a new day. Yeah, so I know for sure Yasser's going to come on that thing. Yep. Also, have we picked the name for that yet? Like, are you... Like I want, because I want to use your name that you. That, then let's um, fucking use it. Suggested. Just make sure I'm a part of that shit. No, hundred percent. Yeah. But like, are we? Should we talk about that stuff after? Or should we? Like, is this? Or I'm leaving that in your hands. I just you, didn't know because like I don't know how much I'm you cool want to. I don't know how much you want to reveal to the, to the people. I'm gonna lay it all out. <laughs> Yo, you're my guest, bro. I got you here. It's the first time you're on the show, so. We're oh, gonna... so I get. So if I were to ask you, can we talk about business on the podcast? You'd be like, be my fucking guest. Be my fucking guest. All I'm right. an open book, bro. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I think we should definitely partner on this shit and, um, we could figure out if we maybe want to have one other like regular, regular every week person or every month or ever, how often we do it. Yep. My goal would be to eventually be a weekly. Yep. That's like, or as soon as possible to make that happen. That would be my goal. Cause I think weekly really helps you build the traction and like the consistency if you know that fucking game of thrones is going to be on sunday night at eight yeah you're going to make sure you're planning around that time yeah and sorry to ruin the magic in case anybody's listening but we can always bank a couple if we need to to build up a couple 100 episodes i did two episodes yesterday yeah there you go even like mad people do that like joe rogan will be like oh i'm i'm fucking cranking out four today or Mm -hmm. like whatever he'll just have like back to back like i'm sure we'll even have situations where a guest might even want to come on your podcast and our podcast, like separate, separate sure. interviews, separate vibes. Because like Sangas needs to come on the ours too. Yep. yep. As a DJ, but I don't even know what you're going to have him on as. I'm going to ask him about pizza. I'm going to ask him about yeah. ramen. And I'm going to ask him about Stormtrooper Beamers. Yep. <laughs> ask him about fashion too. And I'm going to ask him about Cazelles. Yeah, Sunglasses, there you, you know? go. <laughs> um, See where the drip came from. Um. Yeah, so I know for sure, because, like, I want to do a lot of interviews and stuff for that, mm-hmm. but I also just want to, like, talk shit and, like, update, because, like, I feel like we could talk about, okay, so should we just, do you remember the name? <laughs> do I? Yeah, do I remember the motherfucking name. Our podcast is going to be called Loonies and Toonies. Boop, 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 boop. Wee, 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 wee. Um, yeah, because, like, because as we were talking about before, I made the leap recently and quit my day job working at a little retail i took a break and started working at a little retail store and um my guy was in there one day and we were talking about the podcast and i was like man there's no there's no podcast for djs at the time there really was no like dj podcast there was like this uh, mickey d's had always been around 
um, on like DJ City, but they were more of at the start like a podcast where like DJs would come on and like um, like do guest sets and stuff. It was more like that. Now they've gone more towards like the modern style of like podcasting, and they're they're actually smoking it now. Um, and then there's also this other one now, um, um, and it's set in Vegas. And it's a hosted by DJs too. What is that called? The Road Podcast. And you told me about that. Yeah. One. So it's actually been picked up by DJ City now too. It's super dope. I watch that all the time. Um, and it's set from like it's a bunch of DJs all sitting there shooting the shit, talking about DJ shit, talking about music, which was my idea. Um, but even still, it's in Vegas. Like it's all it's mostly American guys. Like Scratch Bastard's been on it. That's super dope. Um, which was amazing. That's actually what turned me and a lot of the Canadian DJs I know onto it was this. Because I, I spent one day and I'm looking up all my favorite DJs. Scratch Bastard, um, uh, you know, um, Four Corners, um, DJ Respect, Mensa, uh, starting from scratch. Like all these guys from Toronto that we came up like loving and stuff, right? I'm like looking on YouTube. I'm like... Like, I don't know if you do this a lot, but like, I'll just go on a binge of like wanting to watch interviews of people or watch yep. live performance. Like, the other night, I just went on a binge of watching uh, the artist, like her, yep. just live performing and like doing Sick. guitar licks. And I was just like, did that for like two hours. So I'm like trying to binge DJ interviews and I can't find any. I'm like, Scratch Bastard is literally one of the most legendary humans in Canada. And there was like a couple interviews on YouTube. Wow. And like one of them was like from like early 2000s or like 90s or some shit. Yeah. I'm like, why can't I find like a two or three hour like open format, just like Jazzy Jeff chat with the interview. You'll be able to find a little bit of stuff with Jazzy Jeff because he's just like super so famous. like a little bit more world famous. Yeah. Because um, for DJs and stuff, you know, same with beat makers and stuff. Like, your name's not really going to be known unless people are kind of into that shit. Right, to a certain extent. Right. Like, they'll they'll come to your parties and, like, whatever. But for the most part, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is, like, more for ner- for the nerds out there and, yeah. like, people that want to follow this kind of podcast or whatever. But there was nothing. Like, there was no... Like, I would have wanted to hear Scratch Bastard just sit there and talk for an hour about, like, random records that he likes or, like, places he's DJed before or, like, people that he knows or, like you know stories of like shit that's happened to him at the club or whatever but there's like nothing now because i was thinking too much and talking too much (laughs) things have started to pop up but i still i still think there's like this niche of like there's no canadian one yeah there's no one just really repping and like between us and our network we know pretty much every dj across canada that's like doing it and we know a lot of people in the clubs we know a lot of the promoters the managers the the venue owners we know a lot of the and then also related to that a lot of the producers and a lot of the rappers yeah. and a lot of the people doing studio related stuff because that all fits in with djing too yep and then i was a like a lot of stories to tell yeah and then i was like i was like fuck it'd be cool if we just call it ones and twos yeah and then you're like you just like went silent for like 30 seconds and you're like, yo, you're like I've been thinking about yeah. some shit. You're like, I've been saying lately, you know, not the ones and twos, loonies and toonies. Cause you know, can't like, and I'm like, and you're like, wink, <laughs> you like winked at me. You're like, yo, you, you should use that. And then I was like, we should do this podcast together. <laughs> I'm like, this is lit. You like that? Yeah. Although we got to figure out some like 
legal issues with it because like i did notice there's like i don't know maybe we'll just like fuck with the spelling or something or like be creative with it yeah i'm not worried about that because i feel like there's like something else called something with loonies or something in it but it's like a it's like a small podcast i think and it's like something to do with like financial stuff perfect it's definitely not anything we're doing i'm not worried about that it's just such a good name. We have to do it's it. It's good. No, we're doing it. I already it. got, yeah, t-shirts coming soon. We're doing it. I need I already to got sit the down t-shirt with the... figured out. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I already got the, yeah, I already got a sick logo figured out. I need to sit down. We need to sit down with the owners of Orange Monkey. Yo. Like, I want to know where they're getting those gems from, you know? Um, where do they get the Super Mario Brothers DVDs from? Yo, I haven't been to Orange Monkey in a while. <laughs> Let's go sometime. I've never been in. You've never been there. inside? Never been inside, bro. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I don't know if Charles still works there. But do you remember back in the day? I think it was him that maybe he's the owner or manager or GM or part owner or. But like, remember back in the day before Flash and them did Fridays at Starlight? He, there was a dude named Charles that did it and he played funk records. He literally just played vinyl. And it he just kind of sounds familiar. Like I don't even think he like DJ DJ per who se. Would know him. Yeah, but he would. He had this like long beard, and he was just this dude. He was like a funk. Like he just was known for I playing dope funk and soul, and like. Um, but eventually, just as times changed, that kind of vibe kind of just phased out. It wasn't really busy anymore, so they moved on, and then Flash and took over Fridays, and Maddie and whatever went in, and yeah, took over Fridays. But um, I'm pretty sure he's like either. Because I think that building is, like, owned by the same people that own Starlight. Yeah. But then, obviously, the owners don't, like, work there. So yeah. you know this DJ? Yeah. Would you get him on the podcast? Like, we could at least, or definitely at least through Flash. I'm pretty sure like, we could bro, where are you at? Where'd you go? Where's the funk? And under my, or from what I know, he's like, seems like a super cool guy that would be interesting to do that with. One of my, one of the teachers that uh, worked at Cameron... Uh, he's a DJ and a producer. Seriously? He wrote my reference letter to help me get into college. And uh, I saw him at the Jazzy Jeff show. But I, I saw him, like, the summer before then. Yeah. First time in, like, Oh, you 10, mean the one that just years. happened at Maxwell's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so mad I didn't go to that. Scratch Bastard killed it. And they were playing 45s, which is like yeah. super DJ nerdy, and I'm yeah. sad that I missed that. It was dope. Um, yeah, so you, so you ran into him there? But yeah, he would be a sick guest on the podcast. Oh, he has fuck a radio yeah. show, uh, I think the same spot as Izzy. Okay. Uh, and it's all funk. Sick. Yeah, but he's like a big hip-hop guy. Like He's from Detroit. Show Iggy Farina. See, that's the thing is I don't want to like... He's a Dillahead. I don't even necessarily, that's how we can bring a good perspective too, because I don't necessarily want it to just be like, even necessarily like, oh, we're just interviewing whatever the DJs are in the circuit right now. Like, we're just also like, by the way, do people that listen to you know that you're a DJ? Some people do, for or sure. Or that, like, yeah. I'm going to start really showing yeah. that I'm. Because that's out like here. a part, like, we'll have to like make that known. Because I'm too, really out here DJing, you yeah. know? And you've also DJed like longer than me. Like I think although, I have, yeah. although you chose to, yeah, you chose to put your at a certain point like rapping and at a certain point beat making and like recording, like now probably like recording artists and working in the studio. You chose to put like that in the forefront, yeah. But you've actually been DJing For longer sure. than me, yeah, 
Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm pretty I sure you... I just start a little bit earlier, you know? Yeah, like, you and your brother had that, like, <clears throat> you had the, the Newmarks and the yeah. and the Newmark mixer, like, Fact. like at least a couple years before I did. Yeah. And uh, same with the with Troy. Yeah. Ooh, shout out to Troy, by the way, a.k.a. Hypersonic. Yeah. Uh, I just confirmed, I think he's coming to DJ my birthday party. He's flying home. No Wait, way. Wait, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. We might have to edit this out, but... Uh, yeah, I think he's coming home to um, DJ. When's your birthday? It's uh, Family Day long weekend in February. 17th? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. so it'll be like the Sunday night, the 16th, um, at a brand new nightclub in Waterloo called The Zoo. I heard. I heard it's going to be nice. Yeah. I heard it's... Get your money up for bottles, though, people. I heard it ain't cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing this sick party. I'm doing an um, early 2000s hip-hop party. Perfect. Well, I'll play like play like the good like early two thousands dance hall and reggae too, of course, and the R and B. But it'll just be like more focused on that side of things versus like early two thousands. Like you know, I'm not playing Backstreet Boys and like Spice Girls and like of course not. It's my shit. Dipset, yeah. G Unit, yeah. Rockefeller, Beanie Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Fuck, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of shit going on. That's why we got to do more episodes. Yeah. Um, What were we just talking about before that, though? Mostly just the idea of getting the podcast up and then talking about these other podcasts and then the idea of getting, making this a podcast because there's a need for this podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's part of it, too, is I just want it to be like... um, Oh, yeah, I was shouting him out, too, because he was just one of the other people that was DJing way longer than me. And, mm. and like, now he's smoking it in Edmonton and playing, like, the sickest clubs. and Hypersonic. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, like, it's not even just going to be, like, a DJ nerd podcast. Like, it's just we happen to be DJs. Yeah. And also, like, a 2020 DJ isn't just, like, a DJ. So, like, you're a DJ that does 13 different things. Yeah. I do, like a couple different things but i'm expanding like now i podcast yeah and then um we'll just talk about uh also just like current things like mu- like i want to talk about music because i don't know how like i don't even know what you listen to anymore <laughs> or i don't even know what like someone working in the studio all the time does like maybe you just only hear this music and like maybe i need to share some stuff with you it's crazy i listen to when it comes to even just rap I listen to everything that I'm not recording or working on. Oh. It's the to- it's a totally different vibe, but I love it. Like it's it's yeah. a crazy dynamic. But like um yeah, and then we can also just talk about like um I don't know. I just think I have some different perspectives on stuff. Like first of all, like there's so much like like one of the questions I want to ask every single DJ that we have on is like um although it sounds like overdone and whatever like I want to ask the mental health stuff yeah like because and why you I think know it's every done I know pretty well I just mean like somebody if they're listening to this right now be like oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course like everyone's talking about that like some and some people are using it like as a promotional tool you know what I mean like it's kind of whack like it's like oh what, what? I never considered it like that Yo, I don't know any of you motherfuckers <laughs> when I bring up my mental health questions want to act like I'm on some shit for the clout you better yeah. think different motherfucker and if you want to come on Tate's podcast and talk about your mental health be his fucking guest be my fucking guest cause I got you <laughs> yeah um, 
but like man 90 fucking percent of djs are super depressed yeah uh same thing with artists and and people in and around music in general like the reasons people don't understand that the reason that they're usually really good at what they do like connecting with people's emotions and stuff is because they're usually Emotional. pretty in touch with their own shit and like if they've gone through some shit they're probably pretty fucking depressed yep and i know nobody talks about it and like even like literally like think about all the djs we're thinking of we and know behind the scenes general, this is all art too right? yeah this is all creative things yeah. even like authors writers creative writers film people yeah well they even painters. say like like i'm a big fan of stand-up comedy and that's like so i'll watch a lot of interviews with joe rogan with comedians and there's a common theme in all of them like they'll talk about essentially like the funnier the person is usually the more like they're going through and like the more they or you know what i mean like the more like like look at like robin williams right yeah like we look at him as like even when you would look at his comedy it didn't seem depressing it didn't seem like self-deprecating like like you know what i mean he was like mrs doubtfire right (laughs) like we're just like oh he's this goofy like but he's like one of the most depressed people ever and now that you know, do you think it? It's kind of like you can see it in hindsight. Like, well, oh, I've always yeah, known that it. makes sense. I always have because I'm one of those people. Okay. Yeah. So like, I've always felt like that way. So like, yeah. I can. I've always had a better. Like, I'll look at people and be like, I know you're not okay. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. especially the people that don't talk about anything. Yes. And they always they'll be like, oh, like I just um I'm good at like putting st- you know just going to work and like putting stuff aside or whatever. I just know that's like physically impossible. Mm. Like it's like mentally impossible, but it's also like physically impossible. Like you can't, you know what I mean? That's tough. Yeah. You can't just play it cool. Yeah. But at least for, I don't know, DJs are weird though. Cause you don't always have a way to like, like sometimes with like, you know, rap, you could write like a, a verse about it or something, like put it out there. Yep. Kind of like a release kind of thing. Like if you're D, I don't know, you're DJing. Also, uh, most DJs like do way too much drugs. So that doesn't really help the situation. And For alcohol. Sure. It's like the shitty thing of like in order to succeed as a DJ, like you have to work in a bar. Yeah. So like I don't even like drinking. But like right. the only place I can go do my thing is at a bar. Like if there were way more places for me to make money DJing that I could like you can do weddings and like whatever, but I mean like when you can get off a set of like when I can play the new Drake in future. Right, right. I have to kind of be in a bar. Yeah. Because the only way I'm getting paid is liquor sales. Well, you think, what is a party without music and, and alcohol. alcohol? Yeah. Right? And that's where you get into the thing of, like, you want to be on the same level. Yeah. And then you drink with them. And right. then you're like, uh. I just want to DJ, um, like, I hope Ontario just legalizes, like, weed venues. Or, like, venues where you can smoke weed. It's always so tough because you're setting a flame usually right I know. that's the only thing even like vape lounge anything yeah like or sell at, that's like, the toughest thing yeah but but i i'm telling you like what we hear in the club right now in terms of rap and trap if everybody's smoking in the club we're not on the level of turn up no and like you can't you can't sell as much you can't sell a hundred dollars worth of weed like you can sell a hundred dollars. No, there's like so a, many reasons why it's, it's like hard to make it work. You know, we'd be lounging. But that's why course. we end up. We try to figure this out, and we still years later, it's like, hey, we're all working in a bar. Yeah, there's really no other way. You know what I mean? If you look back 
to when Jazzy Jeff first started, like, where was he getting his gigs? Right. Like, in a nightclub or a bar. Right. Yeah, you really can't avoid it unless you you become, like... Yeah. Even if you're, like, a tour DJ. Yeah. Hey, it's the life we chose. This is the entertainment industry, man. But it's, like... It's... A lot of it is really shitty, and, like, you have to be able to handle it. It is. But it's, like, 90% sick. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much more of it that motivates you to be, like, oh, man, like... Nightlife. That's why we do it. Like, because you're like, just in anything, even in music, like, you, ha- you like having this studio and doing what you do, that's like stressful as fuck. Yeah. Stressful as fuck. But you do it because you're like, but I have a, but I get to work in a studio. You're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, little kid every day. Like, the, like, money aside, the fulfillment that I've gotten from making all these sacrifices and going through all this shit is worth way more than I ever expected because all I ever wanted, like you said, was just to work in a studio. But I never considered the impact that I would have on the community. Yeah. You know, I never You also get the one-on-one. Like, you get the, like, certain people you're almost, like, mentoring and, like... 100%. Or they're helping you with shit. Like, you get... Yo, shout out to all the artists that come through because... Bro, they push me to do things that I've never done before. Especially if they're young, right? Yeah. Like you're like a 19-year-old or something. Like I'm like, oh, shit. My sound's always developing thanks to... They'll tell you you're whack. They'll be like, yo, you're, you think that's cool? Nope. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll try to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you're this new Kendrick. They're like, man, we're on, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little Tekka. Like, like, yeah. Or it's not Roddy Rich. get out of here. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> although Roddy Rich is like the fucking sickest artist of the past year. Like You fuck with it, Oh, eh? yeah. And a baby. Yeah. I don't even care if that's like... Just like the most popular thing. Well, he's like literally has the number one. Like Roddy Rich has the number one song in the world. But like, and album. I'm not dick riding. That's just it's the most fire album ever. Numbers don't lie. It's super good. Like it's pretty rare in 2020 that I'll like have a no, a no skips album. You listen to it front to back. I eh? think so. I think it's almost like a no skips or like at least like a like a two three skips. Ninety percent. Yeah. No skips because there's some skits on there or some shit. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Even like an intro or whatever. Like, but like. Even like the baby, like the intro was fire. Now the baby album, like every track sounds the same, uh, pretty much. Yeah, but it's fire. Like the beats are, just, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like those quick strikes. Yeah, he, if he can like be smart and switch up a couple flows and beats or something, he can he can last time. a couple years. Yeah, and he can really rap though. He can really rap. But like, yeah, he can choose. Like, do I want to be like like because like Pop Smoke for example, he's only got about he can only get about one or two more off, and then it's like okay. Welcome to the party. Yeah, you can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, you have to like you know, because even like the one. On, did you listen to the Jack Boys project? Yeah, yeah. And did you hear the Pop Smoke one? One with Travis Scott, the Gotti. Yeah, it's sick, right? Yeah, but it still sounds like the first record. So it's it like, does. but he still got that one off. And uh, people at first, are st- I thought it was the same record. Exactly, but then he's still within that bubble. Yeah, where he's hot enough and he's working with the right people that he can get a couple more off. He's not signed to Travis, is he? I Well, I don't know. Cause that's what the Jack boys kind of is. Right. That's what I thought. But then again, you had like the revenge of the dreamers and it was also people from TDE on there. Oh, true, 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 true. So maybe he like, Oh, cause offset and Quavo. Yeah. Right. They're always affiliate. They got now the Jack album. is Sheck West signed to Travis Scott. Yeah. The Sheck West one is my favorite record on there. Yeah. Gang Gang. Yeah. With the Don Tolliver hook. 
Scratchers play that in the club. I went went off. Big tune. Yeah. Uh, and then Out West is like the crowd favorite. I think that's the pick. I like that one. Bang man. it Out West. Yeah. yeah the, I like the like the way they pronounce like the way they go in the pocket on that. I it's just like put a drum on. Yeah. No There's certain ways they like bang it out. And it just makes you like bob your head in a certain way, like That's like walk nice. it like I talk. It's kind of like that, right? Like walk it like I talk. Yeah. Like they kind of hit it right on that certain part of the beat, like yeah. Because some of the, especially with some of the new guys that are like so off the beat, yeah. When some of the guys really know how to like nail it really good, yeah, it sounds extra good right now. You gotta give some credit to the engineers. They gotta be behind some of that shit. They too. are nudging everything. You know, like <laughs> like, like <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if like Blueface. Is like two on beat sometimes where the engineers got to like move it off. I literally think bit. they're nudging them off. That's what I, I <laughs> no, I, no, I think like, cause I think it became a thing. Like, I think at first they were just fucking up and then it became, but like, you know how when you're young, what you hear is just trendy. Like, what you, cause like, even you and New your York, friends can wear some like, like a little off beat, yeah. the swag, the Harlem swag when you're doing the New York shit or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But just like yeah. anything trendy. All of a sudden, it became trendy to be off. So I, I guarantee there yeah. are engineers out there that are nudging things off beat. Well, you know who was the original, especially hype. on the West Coast. It was like the Bay Area rappers. It was probably oh, like E40 and stuff, E40 kind of the way he Mac does it. Dre and shit, put too many syllables in yeah. such a small space. Yeah, but they still had that flow to it. I know they're like, yo, I swear, Blueface is so off. He's on. Yo, who? E, um, West Coast guys have some of the best ad libs ever. Yo, like, ooh. You listen to Larry June? No, who's that? Okay, so you that's the it. shit I've been listening to for about at least six months, eight months. Is this on Spotify? Yeah, bro. Kay. He's from the Bay. I'm adding it right now. Cause okay, first I started listening to um, R B S O B. Okay, I know. I feel like you're gonna put me onto a lot of music. Those guys. Those guys, okay, no, first, 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 I've been rocking with I Am Sue for years. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For He's good. years. And, like, I love, like, funky shit, especially for driving and chilling and cleaning the crib. And YG's fire. Yeah. So, like, bumping I Am Sue, he, on one of his stories, he was singing this song. I was like, yo, I need to find this song. I found R-B-S-O-B uh, a year later. They ended up on the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, and they, and yeah. They were on that one with uh, Kendrick. Yeah. And then after that, I found Shoreline Mafia. And this was like a year before they just blew, you know? Like this okay. past summer was probably their biggest summer, you know? But that was like the all the West Coast. That was before Blueface. And those guys were always a little off. And they had that uh, little like swing in the flow and shit. And then, of course, YG was in the mix of all that since. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, I mean, YG's on—he's pretty on beat, though. Yeah, but then, but then, uh, started listening to Larry June, and he's just like independent, does his own thing, but he has ties with Currency, so they do okay. And he's from San Fran, I think, and it's just some like laid back. He's got a deep voice, and it's like. I listen to this shit all the time, and he just spits game. And he's like, kind of like, like off the beat or whatever a bit. Sometimes, sometimes he's just like a does little he, bit off. He's he's almost like lazy. Does he's he have like, a good ad lib? He's like a koala bear, but he's the king of ad libs. <laughs> yeah. So what's his ad libs? <laughs> Do you yo you want to hear them? Yeah. Yo, you got to watch his no jumper interview from like 2017. Okay, okay, okay. But yo, he's got like. 
he's got quiet ad libs. He's got like three different voices for the ad libs, but he does like suck it to me. Oh shit! You know, <laughs> that's such a like. Yeah, he, baby. You know, oh, good job. My, You're doing good. Oh my god. Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna like this guy's ad libs. You're doing good, Jayless. Good job. Um, organic. I feel like. Uh, Travis Scott has some of the most fire ad libs. Oh, 100%. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Man, those have stood the test of time. Yeah. Those I know I think I know I think I know decade. pretty much every rapper's ad lib. And then like Migos of course, but like the original like bomb ad libs were like Dipset era. Oh yeah. You know who my favorite right now is though? You just sparked my memory. Uh Griselda. Whoever the dude is, it just goes boop, 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 boop. all West the time in the background. That's West Side uh, he, Gun. He can do that literally through 80% of the song, and I'm happy. Like, he just does it for, like, 45 seconds. I'm like, I'm cool with that. You taking their new album? It's so fire. I've just started listening to it. The I actually really like the um, 50, the one with the 50 feature. Oh, I never uh, took it in yet. Yeah, oh. it's good. And uh, I really like the big, like, the one that I was on right away was the big banger. Um, I think it's, like, Dr. Birds, I think it's called. They just have like the scariest beats. I know. I was like, yo, maybe I can make beats for these. I'm nah. They got one yo. producer, one producer only is doing all the work for them. It's like it's like it's all some alchemist shit. And mixed with like um who's it from uh Mob Mad Deep? Lib? From Mob Deep. Havoc. Uh, mixed with like Havoc and then like Mix it with like The Exorcist and like a really scary other scary movie or something, and that's okay. like their beats. <laughs> Fifty Cent's on it and Eminem's on Yo, it. Yo, and Eminem's versus isn't whack on it. It's not like still like top so. top, but it's not whack. Because they're signed Dr. to Shady Dude. and Rock Nation. Yeah, I love by the way like the collaborative um, things with labels and stuff now. Like you know how like Drink Champs is that's like a revolt thing. It's revolt. Um, title is and it? mass appeal, which is, is Nas's thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's sick. Oh shit! Yo, my dream is that Diddy and Jay Z join forces. I f- I feel like it's Yo. overdue. Like they essentially already have, like separately, but whatever. But like, imagine they just literally started a, a company together, and we're like, "Yo, fuck the grant," or like they could just be like, "Fuck the Grammys." Everyone come to our thing. Like yeah. they could just hosted by Kanye. They they literally control like half the world right now. I know you get LeBron James in the mix. Some Yo, shit, it's over. Yeah, because you know sports and yep. Kevin music, throw throw right? like Kevin Hart in there. Right, it's over. Put like at least one white person. Nah, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Kid. He's Jim cool Carrey. and he's down. Yeah, everyone likes him. Yeah, I love Jim Carrey. Yeah, he was. What was that show he was on back in the day? Um, and living color. Yeah. Right? So he's cool. He always had that in. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real one. Um, okay, fuck. Canadian. We got we to gotta start this podcast. I know. Okay, so are we going to do weekly? I'm down. I'm, I'm down. Because I have like happen? infinite guests. Yeah, perfect. Oh, sh- another person we're so going to shout out that- right now and make a commitment to is that we're going to get the world champion DMC battle DJ champion reigning from kitchener waterloo dj vect Ooh, we're gonna get him on here or i'm gonna try like how 
possible do you think that is? Like how much I would say level of difficulty. It's a hundred percent possible if we can if the timing works out. But ah. he'll be a hundred percent willing, I think. Ah, I like that. Yeah. Sounds good to me. But we just gotta figure out the timing. And then I do really wanna have um another goal of mine is I wanna have four corners on here. Nice. Or on our on our thing, on our loon- on loonies and toonies. Yeah. I want to have scratch scratch bastard is like a goal. Yeah. But we also need to like you know, we need to like get the vibe get the vibe like we can't just jump right in right away. Yo, I'm not even worried, bro. Build from the ground up. Yeah. Build a strong foundation. But I've like, but like that's like the driving force behind it for me is to have a couple goals of like people to to kind of hang out with and whatever like that makes it worth it for me. So I'm kind of setting those as like a little bit of like targets for sure. And be like one day, and then you want to know like the dream dream, yeah, Jazzy Jeff. Because so I mean, we can also we don't have to interview only Canadian people. Oh gosh, like, no. It can because no matter what, at the end of the day, it's coming from a Canadian perspective. Yeah, we are um, the source, the Canadian source. Yeah, and like as Canadians, we heavily fuck with Jazzy Jeff. Yes, he's a god. Yes, and if we could ever have, oh my god, that would be the sickest. Like, just for me, I would be, like, trying not to pass out the whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I don't know. I would have to, like, throw things over to you sometimes and be like, yo, just here's, like, a couple notes of, like, questions I want to make sure. You know what I mean? Because, like, I wouldn't want to, like, I want to make sure he could, like, talk and just, like, feel comfortable and chill. But I'd be like, so how was it when you did, uh, what's your favorite venue you ever played at? I'd be, like, wanting to just nerd out. Right, right, right. I've right. never interviewed people before, so I don't have that, like, well, Skill yet. by the time we get Jazzy Jeff on here, I imagine a, you would have had much practice. Yeah, I'll be a pro. You're not going to faint or fan out. Yeah. You're be professional. Well, I did want to get, um, I definitely want to get, like, I just want to start with, like, because um, I'm really on, like, a kick with, like, do like we both are trying to do stuff, like, in Kitchener. Yeah. And Waterloo, but, like, we're from, obviously... Why is there always the Kitchener Waterloo like? It's always a thing. <laughs> yeah, you like watch what you say. Like Flash will not say he's from Kitchener, because he's not. Like he lives in Waterloo, right? I think he's actually from Toronto, but like oh, he, he'll differentiate. Like when we're when, when we're out in Calgary together, he'll be like, "What up?" Like I'm from Waterloo, and like he'll be like, "He's from Kitchener." Like, but so to people in Calgary, <laughs> so you people, wouldn't even include you. Yeah, he be like yo, we're from Waterloo. To people in Calgary, or 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 he would lump me into Waterloo, <laughs> or he would actually lump me into Waterloo because he wouldn't want to. He wouldn't want anyone to think there was like a Kitchener person there. I'm like, yo. I feel like they're the same thing to the point where, like, of course you got steps away. You gotta separate separate them, but like, are you taking offense that? Y- yeah, because I ride for Kitchener. Yeah, because I ride for Kitchener. You really ride that hard? Yeah, I ride for Kitchener. Yo, to be honest, I was born at Grand River Hospital when it was still <gasps> Waterloo Hospital. So you're from Waterloo. Technically. This is sick, so we bring both sides of it then. But, bro, I don't choose sides like that heavy. No, if neither do I. Says I'm from I think Kitchener, it's hilarious. I'm from Kitchener, or somebody says I'm from Waterloo. Yo, if somebody says from, I'm from Cambridge, that's a no-go. That's different. Guelph is a no-go. That's different. You know, uh, but no, Kitchener Waterloo is the same shit. It's just hilarious. <laughs> I don't understand that. It's like, like I live like downtown, but like if I walk like two blocks, I'm just in uptown. Hundred percent. Like, That's <laughs> it's a real thing. Yeah. But. But yeah, because we're people um, are really about that shit. Because we are trying to do a lot of stuff here. Because we're in like a crazy changing time in our city. Like yeah. it's blowing up. Yeah. Um. So I think we should get a lot of the like local people. Like, even just a lot of the, like, 
guys like the atb guys and stuff i want to interview like have them on to talk because again we can do like a couple people at a time yep just tell stories and the good thing is all the guests we'll have a lot of them will know each other i I know it's crazy so i like on podcasts when people like set like like i want to like have someone on like i remember when you had so-and-so on the episode yeah and then we talk shit about them yeah and then they come (laughs) and then they want to come back on and then talk shit about them again you know what i mean but like but we're all like friends but just like it's funny to redeem themselves and clarify shit yeah (laughs) like for sure if we had um i already got them in there yeah yeah i already booked them it's gonna be amazing i already booked them book two whoever you were gonna say oh okay sick yeah yeah uh yeah, so we need to start this soon then. Okay, so do we? What are we gonna do for it, a video then? It definitely depends on booking. And I, so I'm gonna use my phone for now. Okay. I'm not gonna overthink it. Sick. That's all I got. So See, that's where. As long as we have some video. That's where you bring good balance for me though, is because like I'll over like, you've you've like shown some proof now of like you've shown yourself if you just get into things, shit starts to happen. Yeah. So you're a bit better at like pulling the trigger still. You know how fucking long it's taken me? Yeah. Like, well, you were just saying even took you, what, two years just to find this place? Yeah. Just to even find a location? Yeah. People are just like, oh, what'd you do? Just People just thought one, people just think like one day you just went on Kijiji and like, it was like, I'd like a studio today. As soon as I closed my (laughs) first studio down to go and chase the bag, a different bag, I was still looking even when I couldn't afford it. Yep. Take that in. That's one thing I noticed is like, if you just throw yourself in and figure it out after if you're meant to like you will yeah you almost got to throw yourself like up a little bit higher than you're supposed to be well they always say dream bigger yeah if you can be dreaming big right now but dream bigger than that yeah cuz i i say yo you got to you got to aim for perfection cuz even if you get 75% of the way there that's better. If you're aiming for 75% of perfection, you might only get 50% of the way there. Yeah. 50% of 75. And you got to like reassess. So you got to think. That's my problem is I like set the goal. Yeah. But then you don't realize like, like at the time, because of what you know, you think you're setting like a crazy high goal. Yep. Like, do you want to know what my goal was back in the day? No disrespect to this place. Yep. My goal was to DJ at Phil's. Yeah. I'm now banned for life from Phil's. <laughs> I'm not even allowed to step foot on the parking lot. Because <laughs> DJed so many times at Phil's. Oh man. Um eh, whatever, that can be left in. I just won't say anything else. Um uh yeah, it's just funny. People should know that I'm banned from Phil's. That's, That's funny. Um when you DJ places and you work different places, eventually you get banned from places. It just happens. I wasn't in a fight or anything. Um uh, but my goal was like to DJ at Phil. Like I was like, I want to be a DJ. I want to get good enough at DJing so that I can play at Phil's on a Wednesday. Like that was my goal. But like that was such a crazy goal. Like the DJs were like ten years older than me. They had been DJing there already for years. Like there was no open slots. You know what I mean? Like there was no like opportunity. So to me, that was like a crazy high goal. I was like, oh man, one day. And then like. So you have to like also just like, so it still was a good high goal to set, but like you have to then once you reach it, then like reassess and be like, all right, now let's shoot up higher again. Cause like, cause it's also kind of weird. Like it can be a little extra sometimes when people just like, they'll be like, I'm going to get turntables today and next year I'm going to be Tiesto. Like yeah. it's like, okay, like 
I don't know. Like see it ever after. You don't always think you don't always shoot that far ahead. Like with some things you do. Cause sometimes you surprise yourself and how easily things can actually come. Yeah. If you actually just apply yourself a little bit, you're like, wow, that was easier than I thought. Yeah. It's like they actually return my email. Yeah. Bro, sometimes I'm like, yo, how did I even get on the bill for this? Like That's the weird and that's how I think you know you're doing it right. Cause like every single person I talk to feels that way. Like they're all insecure. Like they feel weird about it. Like people, artists and stuff feel weird about promoting themselves. Yeah. So I'm like, that's why you need to, That's why like this shit's cool. Like the podcast and stuff. Cause you listen to it and then you're like, Oh, other people are like that. Oh man, I shouldn't quit. Right. You know what I mean? Cause you feel all that shit and then you're like, Oh, this isn't for me. As unique as we all strive to be, cause we all want to stand out and be our own people. We're so connected at the same time. Yeah. So, yo, we, even if you feel like you're the only person that feels a certain way, guaranteed there's a million other people that have felt or feel the same way. Yep. Especially for artists, if they think nobody's going to relate to me or my sound, guaranteed there's a thousand, a hundred thousand people out there that would fuck with your sound. Yeah. And fuck with your vision and your ideas. Oh, and that's the other thing we can talk about too is like, Every artist and every DJ and every like person trying to start a studio, whatever, most of them don't know what the fuck they're doing with business. Yeah, that's and that's normal. Like yeah. that's like that's why we are the way we are. But like I've wanted to quit so many times because of that, and like now I realize I need to just find like a business partner or something, or like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like I think everyone thinks like, oh, I'm not cut out for this. Like, no, you're just not cut out for the business side of it. Like, you are cut out to be maybe a rapper or a DJ. Maybe you just need like a manager. You have a role. You just gotta find what yeah. role that is. Cause you, you look at other guys that can do it all. Yeah. And then maybe you like think that's what you're supposed to do. But that's rare. Yeah. Like they usually say, like the people that have the illest Instagram or the whatever, like usually this you know what I mean? If you're if you're like super dope at promoting yourself and everything you do is so polished and on point and planned and whatever, usually the people that are just kind of like clusterfucks are usually the people that are my favorite djs like in li- you know what i mean in life like the people that don't you know you probably go in their apartment and you're like holy fuck this is how you live like <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like man you see them on the turntables and you're like mind blown like oh my god you're so creative and yeah and then you tell them like make an instagram post for tonight at the club and it's like they didn't even like they won't even like um size the photo properly and you're like dude you cropped out half the logo like whatever fuck it you're dope you know what yeah. i mean like that's usually like the way that relationship works like it's like I've been falling in love with that good side at everything. more. Yeah. Because I've always wanted to be a perfectionist. Yeah. You know, that's just hard I've though. always strived for it. But then I, I love the flaws at the same time. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, it's like my dirty little secret in the song. It's like I fucked up and they don't know. Yeah. But, you, but you've <laughs> even been saying here, like you've like, oh, there's shit you've been like neglecting or like not doing the podcast as much as you want or whatever. You know what I mean? Because like you get caught up like what you really want to do is zone out and um be in your headphones for like eight hours Mm -hmm. or like you know what i mean like that's like so sometimes that takes over yep but that's not like i think a lot of people quit because of that like they think like but like man if you're willing to be in your headphones and, and look at a laptop for eight hours like no you can make a career out of that like you're a lot of people aren't willing to do that right it's just maybe you're not good at like me like i've never i'm i'm not good at like finances and like there needs to be like a like a DJ like finance school. 
Or like DJs need to teach each other like how to like do their taxes and stuff. Ooh. <laughs> like I like that. Cause I literally like have wanted to quit so many times or I have quit so many times and like Yo, if I can give you a tip. Yeah. Okay. One of the best things I did. By the way, I always pay all my taxes and I'm extremely caught up with the government. Yeah, Uncle Sam fucks yeah. with us. <laughs> uh <laughs> I think the best thing that I did was get two separate bank account, business and personal. Um, but I could have done that uh, with QuickBooks. I could have separated it with the same bank account, right? And made it on paper with QuickBooks. But I still use QuickBooks for everything. Okay. So it's really easy to show everything for the business, and like. It's it's a very clear indication as to what I spend my money on, what yeah. goes in, what comes out, and it's all on my phone. I pay ten bucks a month. I That's what's sick now. From there, I take pictures of my receipts, and then it uh, electronically inputs all the data for you. That's sick. That's what I need. Yeah. So if 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 we don't have a DJ podcast in time where we're all talking about how we can handle our taxes, yeah, QuickBooks. Okay, lit. But that definitely is a whole episode for sure. Oh, I know. We would definitely have to do some research and yeah. really to provide value for the listeners. And that's one of the, like, like I have a few, like, maybe, like, let's say there will be, like, five questions that I'd want to ask, like, each, like, the same thing to every guest. I like that. Yeah, so that's yeah. one of them is, like, how do you deal with the money side of shit? Yeah. Like, because everybody has different opinions of, like, should you have a manager? Like, I've had people be like, oh, you're going to give away 20% of your money? And they're like, oh, okay. And they're not cool with that. And then some people are like, like me, I, it's like, should you be on a label or should you not be on a label? Oh, yeah. Like, I should be on a label or I should have a manager. Me personally. But not everybody. You're aware enough to know Yeah. Yeah. But I still want to be educated enough to pick the partner I work with. Yes. Um, like, let's say you started a label one day. Yeah. Like, I know you well enough, and you know me, and, like, we could actually work together, and I'd be like, okay, you're going to be my partner on this. Like, right. I trust you. Like, I don't need to go sign to some, you know what I mean? Like, even, like, Flash manages me. Right. But, like, we also just, like, know each other, and we're cool. He knows what I'm trying to do. Yep. Um, but I literally wouldn't work. Like, I wouldn't ever come out of my house if I didn't have a manager. That's just me, though. Yep. <laughs> but, like... If I never had like fallen into that situation, I probably never would have done this or I would have just quit. But like some people, just, yeah, like, cause like you need to remember the, 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 like we'll talk about it obviously in the, we'll have this debate with every DJ about should you have a manager or not. Yeah. But um, it's like, would you rather have, uh, you know, like let's say you're giving away 20% of your money. Yeah. Would you rather have 80% of something or 100% of nothing? Exactly. Like that, you also have to weigh out. Like if yeah. you're making no money, but someone's like, I'll make you, like let's say someone offered to make, like, hey, I'll make you a million dollars a year, Yeah. but you got to give me 20%. And like you work at McDonald's. Like, like you should think about that. Yeah. It might not be the option for you, but like that's actually, but some people are just so stubborn. They're like, no, 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 I could never work with anybody else. Or like I could never. Well, it's like when you hear people turning down these crazy deals some of these independent artists turn down million dollar deals like i get it and if you're popping that much you probably know you're on your way to making that yourself anyway so you don't need the label yeah but like it doesn't mean that 
anybody should just turn that down if that's presented to them. Yeah. I like the new version where it's like, which is kind of what I'm doing is like, it's like more just independent style. Like you, you work with somebody, you, yep. you have their network and their connections and all that at your disposal. You know what I mean? Like they have the power to help you and then you kind of run with your own ideas and you're in control of your work. Yep. You own your work, like you own your own brands and your own stuff, but then you have like a big brother or whatever to just help you, you know? If you're like, I, if I want to throw a party, like for me as a DJ, if I'm just like, I want to throw a party at this venue, if I ask the people above me, they'll just make that happen. Like I don't have to go, you know what I mean? Like they already right. have those connections. Right. Or if I'm like, I really want to book this guest DJ, but yep. I don't know how to get in contact. Like they already have that network or they already have like whatever. So it works for me. I think one of the things, especially for artists and DJs, is you might not always necessarily need a manager per se as much as, say, like a booking agent. Yeah, that also that's the other thing. Yeah, the difference between... Because sometimes the manager can't get you gigs. Exactly. So that, yeah, I should have clarified. No, it's all good. I have a weird situation where my manager is also my booking agent. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So... I just basically, or I basically have like a booking agent that does extra, mm-hmm. kind of, because like, like that. that's what his, that's what ATB is. They're 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 booking agents. Yeah, like they have the networks, they have all the the clubs and and the people that want DJs, and he has DJs and he supplies you with. You know what I mean? Yep. However, yeah, that's what I should have clarified. I'm somebody that I'm somebody that needs a manager. Like I need an agency handle your and business. I ne- yeah I need some because I'm just like endeavors. I'm like an emo- I'm sensitive. It's and you can't you be sensitive that, in that. Yeah. You right. Can, I'm too, like, literally, I'm just, I take everything personally. You um, don't want the business and the art to yeah. mix in like, your case. If I was negotiating with a club owner to DJ and then they started getting too much into the way I DJ or critiquing me or something, like, I might catch feelings. Yeah. And I'll be like, I don't even want to play here anymore. Fuck these guys. Yeah. Yo, fuck them. Like, and that's not the attitude. <laughs> that's not even the attitude I should have. You know what I mean? So it's like, I let. Let the manager the, let be them the deal face. with that. Let them go back and forth, settle upon something, present it to me, and now I just go in with a clear head and say I'm going to kill this, right. and I just do my best. Right. Whereas, like, if I have to think about setup or what type of equipment, they, like all that, it gets me off track. I'm like, eh, I don't want to go outside. Right. So I just decide I don't want to do it. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. You would definitely uh, yeah. thrive with a manager. On and I'm not good at promoting myself. Or selling myself. So, like, to sit in a meeting and negotiate about your value is you want super hard. to vouch for you. Yeah. I think anybody having a third party vouch for them adds additional credibility. You can say you're the hot shit all day, but if somebody else is yeah. stepping in front of you to vouch for you to say you're a hot shit and putting their name on the line for you, yeah, that's always a one-up. So I get it why it's a little awkward to try and prove your value but at but the end not of the for day, everybody some people are dope at fight it fight for that shit i like i'm like so jealous of the people that are um that like literally just have them you know the people that are just like for whatever reason like kanye west is one of those people that was just like born with this like confidence yeah it's like self-confidence where they just or they've just taken the full leap into just believing in themselves fully so like you have to trick yourself if it doesn't come naturally yeah. until it does because i'm like that too i struggle with the confidence yeah. thing but but there's guys what, that'll sit in a meeting and be like hi my name's justin i want a thousand dollars to dj tonight that's right. what i'm worth what up 
Right. And they're just confident in it and they really are worth that and mm-hmm. they believe it and they say it. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'd be like, like, let's say I was worth a grand for that night. Right. I'd be yep. like, I'd be like, so normally I'd want like a grand, but like I can work with you. Like I'd already start saying things like I can work with you. Like, yep. whoa, that's, I'm already negotiating down. Short. Like, what am I doing? Like I need to have enough confidence to just say I want a thousand dollars and wait to see what they say. Yep. But I don't, you know what I mean? I'll start like. I'm just not good at negotiating. I'm just like that too, yeah. bro. I'm just like that, but I'm really working on turning that around. And the business owners will tell you straight to your face, like, no offense, man. Even if they're your friend, like, no offense, but why would I pay more when I have the option to pay less? Yeah. Like, you you literally offered me, like, you could do it for less if you want, so let's choose that number. Yep. And I'm like, damn it, you know, like, but to me, the other way almost just feels like lying, it's like, it, the you point is, this is not when You my, shouldn't my, feel guilty about that shit, though. I know. And I know because I'm guilty of it too, bro. I feel guilty sometimes. It's weird. But you shouldn't because you guaranteed would feel undercompensated afterwards. You would feel like shit. But do you not... That's what I was going to say. Even though you feel like that in the moment, do you not go home after? And like when it's just you and you're just alone in your own thoughts, do you not... like? You know you're like, no, 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 I'm good. You're like, no, I'm good. Like, I deserve that. Yes. Like, you, like, there's that moment, but it's like, you can't tap into that necessarily in that moment. Like, the in that idea negotiation. Of really believing it. You truly do. You might not even say it aloud, aloud to everybody, but you, you've seen your journey. You know what you're capable of. Yes. You know the skills you have. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't tell myself it enough. And that might but be why. Deep I, down, way back, like, you do know. And that's the frustrating part. I just part. forget to remind myself. That's the frustrating part because you're like, fuck, if I could just say. Because I'm so in it in the moment and I, and I always feel like I'm, I've got so far to go. Like I always feel like I can get better. I always feel like I can be worth more. Yeah. So I feel like that's where I, I, I don't look at how far I've come. I'm more concerned about how far I've got to go and that can fuck me up. Clearly. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, man. That's why, like, um, I've been like. Uh, but you gotta flip it. You just gotta trick yourself. I've been, I've been uh, trying to practice meditating. Do it. Cause it's like, fuck. Once you can learn how, like, it seems so dumb to say, like, when you say it out loud, cause it's so obvious. But like, once you can learn to control your mind, take this in. It's over. You, you. If you are thinking what you're thinking. I think it's just about not letting your mind have control over you instead of trying to control your mind. That's what I'm... Yes. You know? Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, I'm meaning, like, control your mind in the sense of, like, um, yeah, yeah, that's literally what I meant. Control your mind in the sense of not letting it control you, like, meaning, like, I... um, when I'm out in public in situations, I don't react the way that I would when I... that I plan when I'm at home. Like, I'm at home and I'm like, okay... When this happens tonight, when this person approaches me at the club and asks this, this is what I'm going to say to them. And then I get there and they'll say it and the the music's loud and the whatever. And then I, like, I don't stick to my original thought of what I really wanted to follow through with. Yep. That's what I mean. It's like, because the the original thought I wanted to do is actually just my gut feeling. It's just my true, how it would operate without thinking. Yes. But like the thoughts take over. I just want to like, yeah. But that's what, that's what you do when you meditate. Yep. Like that's what I like about it. Like I'll use, uh, I just use that, um, that app, uh, Headspace. How do you like it? I like it. 
Yeah. Just because I don't know anything about meditation, so it was like a good intro. Like yeah. I don't know if it's whack or like I don't know if it's no, good it or good. not, but it's, it works for me. Yep. And like I just like that the dude will be like, you know. Um, by the way, I switch back and forth a couple times between like a guy and a girl. I'm like I don't know. I don't know which one I like. Yeah. Sometimes the girl like wasn't really my thing. Like, but then I'm like I don't know if I want a dude. Yeah, some sometimes either, <laughs> it depends what you're feeling, I yeah. guess. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the uh, like I just like that he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, your your thoughts are wandering. That's normal, you know. Now just come back at to the, the right breathing. time. Yeah, Isn't it, it crazy at the right time trippy. they catch you. Trippy, and then it's just like now just come back to your breathing, whatever. Like that's what I'm trying to do in real life. Is just like I see someone, like I get like panic attacks and stuff, right? Yeah. So like one of my things is trying to like be in public and like a panic attack starts happening and I'm trying to like stop it. Like as opposed to just having to like leave or go home or whatever, like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to like, but that's exactly what you said. It's like trying to stop the reaction. Like I'm just trying to stop that. Like, and then all that would snowball into like, I would be able to negotiate and stuff if I wasn't like that. Right. You know what I mean? Cause I could be like, no, a thousand. Like all of a sudden, all these other thoughts wouldn't come in after, and like, it's definitely it definitely comes from a story that you've created over yeah, the course of your life. That's what's trippy, right? And it's and it's totally false. People were trying to tell us when we were, people were trying to tell us this when we were kids, and we weren't listening. I don't think they were telling us properly. Even song, but man, even like music was trying to tell us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Music told us, like, you know, that everything was all in our head and, like, about how society was and, like, how, Real like... shit. We definitely didn't yeah. listen. Yeah. Like we should have. There was yeah. definitely a... Or, I, or it just got ingrained in us. So now we're, like, unlocking it. But it did. We just didn't know... That's true. Because I don't yeah. think it's ingrained in the younger generation like it's ingrained in us. Well, no. Now, like... Mm, but... They got different things. Different yeah. Different ways. But... Because although they have, like, the pill music and stuff now, that doesn't mean, like, our music was also, a lot of the hip-hop I came up on was, like, pretty violent guns and beating the shit out of people and selling drugs and how big your crew was and how many people you could hurt, basically. Yeah. But we took all the other stuff from it, right? Like, the the teamwork and the, the drive and, the like, those were the things, you know, the mentality. And, like, so although they have, like, the pill music now, this generation also has like, um, like they're more like open and talking about like, you know, depression, their feelings, like they care about the, um, they care about the environment. Like, so although it might be like, fuck the club up, do some drugs, like whatever, like they're, they're also taking other shit out of their music. We just don't get it really. Still fighting a battle. Yeah. We're missing the point. We're like, yeah, I don't Real know. That's shit, what though. I think. Cause our parents were like, oh, we try to explain it to them. You know, no, no, no. Like, they're just reporting the streets. Yeah. What goes on in the hood? All my mom heard was them say dipset bitch. And she's like, that's a no. Why'd they have to say the word bitch? I'm like, but mom, Jim Jones, he's like the muscle. And then you got Cameron, you know, he's always in the, and it's like, I just didn't get it. <laughs> that's like, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> like you try to explain dipset to your parents. Like, I never did. Like, I never did. Like, how would you even do that? Shit. Like, why is Cameron in this pink coat? Shit. Why is he wearing fr like, who's Freaky Zeke? <laughs> like, what does he do? What's actually his part? <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, shout out to the dip set, man. Shout out Harlem. Yo. I love that. There shit. will be an entire dip set set 
by DJ Flash at my birthday party. Are you fucking serious? Yes. Yo, when's the date? February 16th. February 16th. It's yeah. a Sunday? Yeah, and everybody Sick. has Monday off work. Sick. Long weekend. Family day long weekend is going down at the zoo. Well, we'll probably have like a, like if we're getting the podcast going, we'll have a podcast before then that we can talk about it. Oh, shit. Maybe and after. Maybe I'll have like a little back room or something where I can just bring people in Yo. for 10, 15 minutes. Get them in their most vulnerable moments. That would actually be a good time too because it's my birthday party. So there'd be a lot of people we know there. And just stuff roll too. around with like a handheld recorder and shit. And we got to do the like, um, the, the talk about it after, like the, the recap. Because funny stuff will happen. The talking dead. Especially now that we're 30. Oh, yeah. Like people can't really drink anymore and stuff. So they come out, they get a babysitter and they're like, no, we're good. We're going to get a bottle. Oh, we I can afford bottles and shit. I guess I can say this on here, too, because if anyone does hear this, it's just extra promotion. But I thought of the sickest idea for that party. So first of all, get an outfit ready. So I'm trying to get people to dress up like Good. like 2000 style jerseys. Yeah. If you got a jersey, um, Tim's are definitely a go. Air Forces, Air Forces are a go. Do rags. Try to find some fat laces if you're going to wear Air Forces because oh, that's fire. Oh, that was fat laces. Yeah. We, we came up in fat laces in the Girls Air can wear baby fat. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know yeah, if they still like a... FUBU. Yeah, FUBU. Um, I heard... Sweatbands and Shout out to Nito and Jump Off. I think Nito said he's going to wear a um, Tommy Hilfiger um, uh, overalls. Ooh. And I suggested the Tims with that. Hell yeah. Uh, Shout out Nito. Yep. Shout out Jump Off. Um, yeah. Shout out to Adrian and Diego for cutting my hair every week. Hey, shout out to the guys. Um, oh, yeah. So I was like, what would be... I was trying to think of some other on-theme things to promote the event. And I was like, hmm, what do we used to drink in the 2000s? So, hypnotic? Yo. <laughs> so that, we're gonna have bottle we're gonna have hypnotic and Alize bottle you're specials. You're gonna have Alize, you're gonna <laughs> yeah. have the mango shit? Yeah. Yo, send, I need a mango yeah. Alize. Yeah, yeah. So I'm we already figured up. it out. Cause I, yo, I'm on my cool shit. I'm not turning up getting too ratchet. Yo. But I think we're even doing a bottle special to make it fun. Like I think it'll be like hundred dollar bottles of Alize or something, or like something stupid, like yeah. just for fun. Yeah. Cause I'm like, man, even just like I know people will want to get that just for the for Instagram. Of like, course. Somebody out there <laughs> in is my gonna sweat, get... man. Cause yo, I was we were too young to do this in the club. Yeah. Cause like we used to go to a house like we used to go to a house party and for whatever reason hypnotic and alizé was just the shit someone made it super cool and like you would to be just standing there with a bottle of alizé or hypnotic in your hand like you were like the coolest person and you just sip it thug passion oh my god and then you can make uh with like someone's definitely gonna get like a bottle of hypnotic and a bottle of henny yeah and do the incredible hulks yeah mix them together yeah me neither but i think me and flash are just gonna have like an alizé and a a hypnotic in the dj booth too just give out promo shots to girls and so yeah. oh wait, not give out we're not gonna give out shots we're gonna share i'm gonna share my bottle <laughs> um but yeah i think that's gonna be sick and then put that with the dress up theme and the music velour sweatsuits are definitely <sighs> encouraged if you have a sean anything sean john anything sean john rock aware i also heard a girl say she was gonna wear a kappa tracksuit and i said that's approved yeah, because it came back in the 2000s. Yeah, it was a thing. You, like you, A lot of my like European friends used to wear that. Kappa. Yeah. yeah. Also, polos. Polo was huge. It's always been huge. Yeah, but like literally like polos. like You know what I mean? Like the actual... Oh, when Jay-Z um, went dress up. Yeah. In like the those, 2000s. And yeah, those shirts. shit. 
popping the collar with popping the, the collar usher style yeah because remember you were basically you were either you were preppy yeah preppy or as they would say gangster yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then meaning, gangster went a little preppy yeah, real quick yeah meaning you just wore either baggy clothes or you wore like american eagle yeah <laughs> or abercrombie yeah but like it had nothing to do with race like it was like Fact. like i had equally as many like black and spanish friends Your that were like was either preppy or yeah but Your i had walk, like you bought the walk yeah. with the outfit yeah <laughs> like i opted for baggy pants air forces and basketball jerseys for like two years yeah at least yeah and you were tall so tall tees were in even like the hoodie under the basketball jersey oh of course i might actually wear that for my birthday that's sick a hoodie under my vince carter raptors jersey number Ooh, 15 i like that Yep. You were definitely wearing that yep. 15 years ago. I can actually picture like a high school party and I'm, I think I have to get like high top black air forces. Yo, I might wear my jersey backward and my Oh. I might yeah, I might wear my visor upside down. Yo. <laughs> and crooked, you know? That was one of the weirdest things. Take that in. You remember that shit? Also tall tees. Tall tees were huge. Long Literally basketball jerseys. Yep. Carmelo Anthony, uh, McDonald's. Fat Farm shoes were also All the American. ugliest shoes looking back. Why were the, like. I never bought them. Remember the G Unit ones? Those were clean. Reeboks, right? I think. Yeah, they were Reeboks. And there was I the S Dot Carters. I had the S Dots. Yo, do you remember the video, the commercial with Jay Z and 50 Cent? Yep. The rap? Yep. Yo, do you remember the one with Alan Averson and Jadakiss? No. For the AIs? Reebok? <laughs> Jadakiss did one with. Uh, Alan Everson, he did at least two. I don't remember that. For the questions or whatever? Yeah. Ooh, those were six shoes. I think it was for the answers. When the oh, answers the answers. Ooh. Yeah. So it was like peak AI. Those, those were sick. We're talking about practice? Shit, I might grow my hair in the month <laughs> and get a braid up. Yo, me too. No, <laughs> not doing I'm not riffraff. Sounds like a good fucking party, though. I would hope that if I ever decided to get a braid in my hair, somebody would tell me that's a bad idea. Yeah, one tri trip to Jamaica, you know, it's over for you. Oh, they must hate white girls so much. Why? Because like you know how like every white girl just goes and gets the the beads put in their hair. Yeah. Or they're just like whatever money, right? Like yeah. I'll just I'll just charge this girl a stupid amount to braid her hair. Yeah. It's crazy. Eh? She thinks she's gonna go, and then they think they're like part, like they're walking. Around, ugh. <laughs> I get embarrassed for white people sometimes, just like because we like man. Anyone's bad when you they vacation in other countries. They couldn't though. wait. They waited. And they a just long say time. "Hey, man." They'll be like, "Hey, man." Like they're tr they're thinking they're being like speaking patois. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, by the way, did you see Tom Hanks' son? What the thing of him speaking patois? No. He, like, there's a. Is it good? People are calling him because his name's Tom. Or is, it's Tom Hanks' son, so they're calling the, his son Shaba Hanks. <laughs> because he does like a whole pat's walk like it's the craziest thing ever he did it at the golden globes on the red carpet no way it's the weirdest thing i've ever seen I saw in my him life in a movie i forget his name chet chet yeah but he's like he says something weird like my name's like chetana or something and he's like Wagwa. like it's like the weirdest thing you've ever heard in your entire life so it was terrible yeah but like he clearly does have some like jamaican friends or something or west indian friends yeah but like Whoever, uh, like, gassed him up or approved him to, like, do that made a horrible choice. Cause, like, made a horrible choice. Or he's just trying to be viral. 
because it's working. Because then the next day at like he was at a convenience store or something or whatever, and they caught him again. Oh. And he did it again. Like he had another whole. Oh, and he so said like he's really pushing for it. He said like booyaka or some booyaka no. or something. It was really. No, on some snow shit. Shaba Hanks. Where's snow from? Toronto? Toronto, I'm pretty sure. I was playing him the other day, actually. He actually has a couple bangers. Informer. Everybody wants to be like you. Do you remember that one? That was the album that my mom had. Like, I remember my mom actually owns that CD. Yeah, because remember he had he like peaked the, on that one. He had like he was getting played on like ninety six point seven. It yeah. was like <laughs> he that had was that the song. <laughs> he just went really pop. I don't even know what that was. Yeah, easy listening. Yeah, I respect it. I feel like we've been talking for like a long time. It's been a long time. I got a session coming up, so we should probably wrap it up. But okay. bro, this was fucking sick. This was sick. How you feeling? Now I'm like feeling really awkward. Like. I talked way like now I'm getting like my anxiety after like I just talked way too much and now I'm like scared to listen to what we just talked about. Um, Fuck it. But I guess it's not no, even a real actually thing. You're gonna be really impressed. You're gonna like it. Okay. Because no, well, it's not even a thing though. No one's even heard this, so it's not. If we don't decide to put it anywhere, I, I don't have to be stressed. True, true. It's so weird. It's like I get the same way with photo shoots and stuff. The photographer would be like, "Just try to act natural," or like, "Don't think about it." I'm like, "No, I'm thinking about it a lot." <laughs> Uh, nah man you gotta look at this as like a a very short moment in a long timeline where this is tomorrow's news already and it's the hardest hurdle getting started and like if i were if i like have enough guts to like put any part of this out or any of it or whatever that'll be like it'll just be like fuck it even if it's embarrassing you That's know, what I'm starting even to if someone do with even if people, and yeah. shit like that. Just like, I need to get it over with. That's what I'm talking about, even with the bold decisions. Like, even if people are going to tease, like, even if some of my friends or whatever are going to tease me for it, like, cool, let's get it going. Right. Let's move on. Right. Somebody's looking at your position like the dream position, the same way that you looked at promoting as the dream That's job. trippy. Even though you're looking at somebody else's position on a whole nother level being like that's the top of the top that's a good way to finish right i didn't even think about it like that hmm. where can the people find you on social um mostly right now instagram uh so it's just justin underscore hillis h-i-l-l-i-s make sure y'all follow up yeah i need to reach a thousand followers so that nightclubs will take me seriously and book me again which is ridiculous because <laughs> those those numbers are totally they don't describe your career whatsoever. Yeah. And I also have like whatever it is, seven hundred like real people that follow me. And that's the thing. It's more about the who's That's a lot of people to know. Right? And you know these people. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Yeah, that's real shit. Yeah. That's real love. No Mary Jane. No Mary Jane. Mary Jane, oh, always Mary Jane. No, Mary, <laughs> you said real love, Mary Jane. Blotch. Yeah, 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 my bad. All right, y'all, signing off. Peace. Peace.